Welcome to the creative brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader. Hey, welcome everyone to the Dean Hawk Leadership Podcast. Uh, it is our September 2018 edition. Thank you guys for watching, listening. We're on, uh, if you want to, I know a lot of you listen in iTunes. We're also on YouTube, that you go to our YouTube channel and watch and catch it. Today, I've got uh, one of our staff with us, uh, a great staff member, uh, recent addition to our team, Aaron Pendleton, is with me today. Good Glad to, to have you. Yeah, thank you. Um, we are continuing on from last month. This is uh, Do Less, Lead More, Part 2. And I encourage you, if you missed last month with Kim and I, go back uh, and, and, and just listen to that. Um, we're talking about a team alignment, staff alignment, individual alignment of what God is, is leading us to do as an individual, as, as leaders, as pastors and ministers, and, and getting... Getting ourselves, uh, here's what I think of, Aaron, is, is alignment is, is, is sharpening and refining the blade. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people are, a lot of people are fighting with a, with a sword right. made out of wood or, or that's about, you know, 12 <laughs> inches wide and about, you know, six inches thick. And it's, mm -hmm. it's not very sharp. Mm -hmm. But the more we align ourselves, the sharper we are and the more effective we are in, absolutely chopping through the jungles of Absolutely. life with a very sharp, lean uh, tool. And so uh, I've asked Aaron, he's, he's loaded with ideas, but I, I've asked him to just join us today. And, and we often talk about, uh, I think it goes back to Jim Collins and getting the right people in the right seat mm -hmm. and, and just talk about how we've been going through that and that whole alignment process and, and how you've been helping coach us as a team through that. Sure, Absolutely. So I think a lot of, uh, you know, when we ask the question, are people in the right seat? Uh, we ask that question and we wonder, you know, I know I've got the right people on the team and I think I've got them in the right seat. Uh, something we've been unpacking as a staff has been uh, just trying to find out, do we have them doing the right function? Uh, sometimes there's not only the piece of doing uh, what you're doing, but right. it's, am, I, am I doing the right thing? Do I even have the right thing in my <coughs> hand right now, or am I uh, doing the wrong thing? So sometimes we have the right people doing the wrong thing. So we've been doing kind of an internal assessment, uh, working with the team and saying, okay, if you are doing this, is anybody else own this or just you? That's uh, good. And and if other people own it, you know who who really owns it. That's the other question we've been asking a lot of. Who really owns this? And uh, that's been an interesting. Uh, that's a term <laughs> we've had around here for a long time because <laughs> right. the owner the owner is who do I go to when this didn't get done? Right. Who can I who can right. I say what happened? Right. And so we're trying to just unpack that a little bit more. Um, I think one thing is we've looked at the functions when you don't have the right people. Uh, doing the right thing, then it feels like uh, they're pulling you back. Um, so you have to ask the question, are the people around me, is the team that I'm building, are they pushing me forward or are they pulling me back? Sure, sure. And that, that helps you understand, are they doing the right function or not? Because uh, maybe they're pulling you forward in one area and pulling you back in another. So Well, and something that's important that we aren't going to attempt to cover here but uh, so we're talking about we know we have the right people on the bus. A whole right. other subject is uh, do I do I is there somebody that's currently on my team? Is there somebody that's currently 
uh, there that I, I don't feel should be there or there are changes need to happen. That's a whole other conversation. Sure, sure. But let's say you're going, man, I know these people. I, I feel good about the team I have. Mm-hmm. How do I how do I do them? So what would you say is the greatest need for leaders today in this in this arena? I think one of the major things we've found, just three major things, is 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 really calling out the three areas, doing managing and leading. Describe um, that. What and do you so mean? What, what I mean by that, and I like to use the analogy of a ship, um, you know, if you've got a captain of a ship and he's standing at the top of the ship and he's looking out at the horizon, he's got the periscope, you guys kind of get the idea of the old ship. Right. And he's he's looking, he's the captain, he's directing where the ship will go. If he's doing that role and all of a sudden he says, oh, I need to run down and make sure they're rowing well. So he goes all the way to the bottom <laughs> of the ship and he gets in there and he's rowing the oar with the guys. He's no longer looking forward. He's no longer at the helm of the ship. And so he got uh, trapped in doing. He, he did. He ran down to do for a while, and that affected now the direction or the course of the whole ship. And yeah, uh, that's good. So that's that's part of just, you know, and I've heard this. I've worked with a lot of organizations over the years, and, and uh, you know, there's, we have to adjust. We have to adjust to the winds and the sea and all the changes that come. And if you're not an adjusting organization, then uh, you're, you're right. going to get stuck. You're going you're gonna to eventually go off course because things change. So you have to be constantly adjusting. So if the captain's not being in tune with that, if he's not watching that, if your leader doesn't see that, then he can't make those adjustments because he's had his head down. He's been doing. Um, I, I did a little study on ships. I love this. And, um, you know, when you look at how ships work, uh, the rudder, we all know, is a small part of the ship. Sure. Uh, you turn that rudder, and it creates this moment. They call it a moment at sea when there's a translation of simple force that happens. And uh, when that force happens, it pushes the ship the, the other direction or helps it turn. And uh, I've had many organizations, you know, the leaders will say, well, we're just an old organization. Uh, we're like the Titanic. We can't just turn like a kayak. Um, but they've used that as an excuse <laughs> to, to turn it all. And because they don't want to change. Right. And so inevitably what that means is they don't change. They actually just keep on the same course and they miss those adjustments and tweaks. So this this uh, ship terminology, uh, there's a drift angle that happens when you use that rudder and it pushes the sway of the ship to turn it. And there's a thing called a hydrodynamic moment. And that moment is when the ship catches and it catches and makes that turn and i think some of us need some hydrodynamic moments in our organization yeah, yeah. to turn and uh, but that has a lot to do with these people uh in their right spots and if you're if you're leading you're up there you're seeing the, the adjustments that need to make be made then you can pass that down to the people that are managing and taking care of things all the way down to the folks that are doing the simple tasks to get it done and that takes all of those things coming together and alignment uh, sure. to, to make that to make so that turn. Describe so describe this. Where would you say? Uh, I get the captain is is on the deck and he's yep. leading. I've got the guys in the bow of the boat doing. Where's that manager piece? Describe that manager so piece. The, yeah, the manager piece is that person that's gonna that's going to be in tune with the leader. They're gonna pick up on uh, what is needed. What they're almost almost right ahead, a step ahead, almost just seeing. Okay, he's looking that way, so that means we need to get ready to go that way. He's looking over there, so we need to be ready. He's in tune with that, and then he's got to be an excellent communicator. Um, today, in this day and age, uh, communication has changed dramatically. Sure. Um, you know, email, text, uh, chat, uh, instant message, video, ma- whatever meetings, whatever kind of things you need to do. Your your management people need to be excellent communicators to do to be able to communicate the vision down and share it to those and also inspire and, and 
you know, excite people about right. what, what the vision Describe is. Describe what we've shifted to in our staff meetings. Uh, I don't even know what it is because I, I don't have to know. <laughs> I, I am the captain and I have beautiful staff that sure. make these things happen. The, the, I know this. The staff have loved it. They yeah, know what's sure. coming up in the sure. staff meeting, the agenda. Yep. Describe that a little so bit. So we've utilized a tool where we put the agenda out there for the whole staff. They've got a live uh, living document that we can all edit and adjust. And uh, so after our vision time with Pastor Dean, uh, we kind of go through some of those things and we say, okay, you can go now. And then we dive into more of the management and tactical side of things. Um, but that gives us all week. I've got my team putting things in there. They're, they're putting ideas in, issues we need to talk about. And uh, that document, uh, just used through a tool, uh, has helped us. What's that? So what is that program? We're, we're utilizing Microsoft Teams. Um, there's a lot of tools out there like that, but we've really been enjoying that one and just uh, utilizing Microsoft Teams to get people to join, to be on that team, and then also edit and create and work together, now collaborate. The, the beauty of it for the leader, the captain of the ship, the visionary, is that then I can have access to that. I don't have to be in the meeting. I still like to be in the know, but then I can go back in, see the see the issues, the challenges, the task, who got assigned what, uh, and then I can go and read what's what's happening and, and, and how did that all process because a lot of times I'm feeding, hey, we need to check on this, hey, somebody's handling this, and I'm feeding some issues or problems into the machine, and as a leader, it helps me to see and to know sure. that's, yes, who's owning that, right. who's, who's right. picking that piece up. Yep. And I think back to the manager role, I think one of the things that you just reminded me of is uh, it's our job to give a pulse back. Yeah. So, you know, give your leadership pulse. Okay, do I have a pulse back? I know I have people in our team that have to give me a pulse. What's going on in this department? What's going on in this area? I need a pulse. I need to know what's going on. So. Well, and then this is not just senior pastor, associate pastors, volunteer coordinators, worship pastor, youth pastor. Um, we are actually going back and saying to every department, Absolutely. Uh, whether that in your church, whether that's a paid department or yep. a volunteer department, yep. you might have a completely volunteer children's ministry. Yeah. But we're teaching these principles of getting the right people in the right seat. Um, and and uh, we're kind of commanding that that this is happening with your team, that you're getting yep. it organized and, and, and you're getting the people and... and you have Absolutely. some you have some volunteers who are high capacity leaders yep. that could could lead the ushers team could lead the right. greeters Absolutely. team could lead the coffee team but maybe maybe that individual uh, that staff member is saying well I still need to own it I'm making mm -hmm. it up because Sarah does great on empowering those people but there could be people there that are are have true leadership capabilities Absolutely. that would help you do less or yep. that staff member do yep. less um, I'm thinking of one staff member I won't I won't pick on him by name but I'm thinking of one staff member that that he I mean he is the getter done person mm -hmm. if there is a project if there is something that needs to be done needs to happen he will stay all night you just know it's going to be done. Absolutely. And for that kind of personality who is a doer getter done, it is really a, a, a more turning of the ship because he knows his abilities. Mm -hmm. He knows his capabilities and what he can do and how well he can do it. And where he's going through the transition of, I empower someone else to do this. It might not be at the level I want yeah. first time or second time, yeah. but can I coach them that maybe by the third or fourth time they're producing on the level yeah. that I was, right. 
And then once again, so now he's free to, to have vision. He's free to maybe go and help another department within yep. his team get strengthened. And, and I, that's one of the things I kind of see is that you, you might have to go into the bowels of the ship and say, this is the way we row at Rock Family Church. Sure. Here's how we sure. do that. Sure. We don't row backwards. Yeah. We row forwards. <laughs> um, we row in harmony and unity. Teach them, show them the, yeah. the John Maxwell, be there and do yeah. it, show them, yeah. be there and do it with them, and then coach them. Absolutely. But man, it is so empowering, and I believe it's building our leadership for the growth that we're all praying for. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to you have to be okay with, hey, this is only at 80% right now, uh, but I'm building them up to that 100%. You might see a gap. You might see a yeah. loss. Um, and and I, I use that analogy sometimes with our leaders. I say, you know, you have great trust in yourself, uh, but your, your trust might slow down just a little bit for a season while you're empowering and trusting in others. Uh, I call it the speed of trust. Sometimes that slows down right. a little bit and you have to speed back up. But that's just comes over time. All right. and developing. So tell me this. How... How can a pastor, a leader, gauge their team? Sure. What What have you implemented here, and how can we How can we gauge where we are so we can set a vision where we want to sure, go and, and kind of have a check and balance? So, there? what we've implemented um, over the last few months, uh, it's been kind of fun to see how our leadership team has done with this. Um, but I was in a in a workshop years ago. I uh, heard a man by the name of Dr. Dean Radke, and he talked about this RPM meter. Uh, we've had RPM uh, in your car. You know, that's the, the the speed, the revolutions per minute that your car is, is doing, 1,000, 2,000 of those. Uh, but RPM meter, uh, in this sense, is response per mandate. So the mandates that come down from the Lord, from leadership, as those mandates come down, how fast can we respond to the mandates? And so I want you to visualize for a minute an RPM meter. I don't have a graphic for you, but uh, if there's a one through 10 dial and one through three is doing, four through six is in this managing spot and seven through 10 is in a leading spot uh, and, and the needle has to go up to those areas. Uh, well, if you're in a doing area down here and you start to accelerate and, and response per mandate starts to speed up, then you're going to throttle up into the managing area. So if you're managing yeah. and you've got somebody else doing, then you're running at a little faster pace than you are if you're doing it all. Uh, then That's the good. goal is to swing around to leading to where I'm now in this leading zone. I've got somebody else in the managing zone. I've got somebody else in the doing. And so then the mandates that come can happen even quicker because we've got uh, someone leading. They've got the vision for it. We've got somebody else overseeing, managing, and somebody else doing the task. Okay. And so then that, that response per mandate begins to pick up. Uh, but this is the interesting thing. Every time uh, you could say, man, I'm just leading so good over here. Uh, but if we're not leading in all areas, it right. goes back to the functions, uh, then you have to take your foot off and you slow back down again and you begin to lose the momentum that you built up because uh, you had to drop down to do. That's good. Uh, so you have to kind of do a self-assess and check around and say, what am I doing and what am I managing? What am I leading? And what are the things I can let go of like we've been talking about today? So, so how, how, uh, how would you rate Rock Family Church staff team right now? <laughs> this has been quite an exercise. Uh, we actually had our staff go through and do an, a self-assessment of, am I, in the, am I a doer? Am I a manager? Am I a leader? And we're in process. Uh, I would say our average is about a four. So we're, you know, a lot of us have to drop down into doing and then we'll kind of manage for a while. And, and there's a lot of that right now uh, as we've been working with the team. Sure. And, uh, people say, man, I spiked up to a nine like on Sunday for an hour, and then I was back down to, <laughs> to whatever. But uh, so we're holding a strong four right now, but we we hope to see that improve. And uh, what's encouraging though is 
I'm seeing our staff members um, uh, hope hope is alive because sure. I think the weight of the ministry of the doing here's where I would say burnout comes when you're doing yeah you're, you're, you're in the you're in the trench of doing absolutely that that if we're really delegating and and we're we're expanding and we're handing off and looking for winners on our team that we can empower and I think back to what I said last month is, is many times leaders are hesitant to hand off because of fear. Sure. Well, they what if they don't do it right? Sure. What if what if that area of ministry takes a hit? Mm-hmm. What if that area? Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm thinking of one situation right now, a, a department that that Kim's got some people in place and they hand it off and and that employee handed off and we thought we had a person, and and the reality is that area of ministry kind of kind of went backwards yeah. for the last couple months. Yeah. And and it didn't work out the way we thought it did. Right. That's just that's just ebb and flow. That's right. the give and take. Yeah. Uh, if you think I, I I love baseball because man, you're an excellent batter mm-hmm. if you're hitting two fifty mm-hmm. three hundred, uh, uh, you know, in your in your batting, which is basically twenty five to thirty yeah. percent. The other times you're striking out. And I think many times as leaders, we think we have to be hitting the ball 75, 80%. We're yeah. getting doubles and singles. Um, there's a lot of times we're striking out and we're yeah. not hitting the mark. Yeah. All right, any closing thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think that what just to tag on to what you're saying, I, I think uh, as we progress in our leadership, we're going to have misses. We're going to have uh, times where we've been through a problem or we've had to manage or figure out how to solve something that went backwards. Uh, but that actually makes us better. And uh, so just don't, don't be discouraged in that. Say, nope, the next time is going to make me better. I'm going to know the next time around, uh, you know, that we're going to do this even better. We're gonna, next handoff is going to go. Somewhere. Exactly. So. Um, hey, we're just real here. So I'm going to ask Mark, would you hand me, there's two books over there by my printer. Would you hand me those two books that are stacked right there? Yep. I want to <laughs> challenge you as leaders. Um, I began to read these books at the first of the year. And I'm telling you, it's it's been a part of this evolution of yep. growth in our leadership. So I don't know if it's going to be next month, whether it'll be October, November, but I'm going to show you the books. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to dive into them. I would tell you, I don't know if it's just for me as a leader, this was a missing link for our organization of growth. And so yep. uh, the two books are, it's called What the Heck is EOS? It's a complete guide for employees and companies running on EOS. This is the simple version of EOS, is the Entrepreneurial Operating System. It's basically a, a and there's many other books and authors of the same same category, right. but this one just uh, uh, hit it with us. It's by Gino Wickman and uh, Tony Bauer, Tom Bauer. And so I just encourage you to check these books out. And so I actually read this one first. Somehow I ended up with this book first. It's for employees within the organization. They have a whole series of books. You'll find them on Amazon. But then Traction is actually the book for the the key leaders. Yeah. And, and it's how to give your organization traction by organization, checks and balances. What are the scorecards? How are you measuring your success? And, you know, in the typical church, we measure success by uh, uh, offerings, um, attendance right. and and salvations. Right. Well, there's about 20 other scoreboards <laughs> that we can measure besides those things yeah. to really help. Are, are we ahead or are we behind? 
And so one of the things that, that we've been challenged with as a staff with these two books is how do we take this that was written for a business, for a, a production company, and how do we convert it to the church world? Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have a podcast or two in the next couple months, but I, you need to read them and, and get all your questions, right. and then we'll try That's and great. come in and answer mm-hmm. those questions of how we've applied this to the church world and the church market. Hey guys, we are out of time. Thanks for listening, watching the uh, Dean Hawk Leadership Podcast. Please share with your friends, email us if you have any questions, Uh, get with any of our staff departments if there's any way we can assist you as a pastor, as a leader, or assist your leaders. If your youth pastor needs to connect with our youth pastor or whatever department it is, our heart is to help you Absolutely. fulfill the vision that God has given to you. And uh, and then always be sure, I, ha- I haven't uploaded any new ones in the last, I don't think my, my team, there's a doer, we've loaded anything new in the last couple months. But uh, at DeanHawk.com are all of my sermon series, notes, outlines, PowerPoints, fill in the blank, handouts, all of that. It's all free of charge. And you guys can take it, shape it, mold it, make it your own, improve it, do whatever you guys want to do. But it's just there as a, as a free tool to help you in those times and seasons of, of where you need some inspiration in your study time and to help take it to the next level. So, Aaron, thanks for joining yes, us today. Thank you all. Appreciate all of you guys and all that you are doing around the country and across the world, making a change for the good news of Jesus Christ. See you next month. Thank you for joining us today. For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at deanhawk.com. Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.